0: Hi, everyone. Before we start the show, I just want to let you know that if you enjoy the Dare Daniel podcast, if you like the work we're doing here, you can help us grow the show by making a donation through the Dare Daniel website. Your generous contributions will help offset the cost of producing the show and will also enable long-term projects. You can make a one-time payment or set up a monthly subscription. Any amount helps, and it's really greatly appreciated. Thanks a lot, and here's the show. Hi, everyone. You're listening to the Dare Daniel Podcast. My name is Daniel Barnes. I am the film critic for the Sacramento News and Review. My co-host, as always, some folks call him a comedian. I call him a comedy legend. His name is Corky McDonald. Say hi. Yay. I All, think legend
1: is kind of limiting, though, Dan.
0: Legend's limiting. God? Comedy god? God, right? I don't know. All-powerful deity? Limits. Yeah, just... Comedy uh, Beam of Pure Energy. Can we agree on that?
1: Uh, we can definitely agree on Beam of Pure Energy.
0: So my co-host is Comedy Beam of Pure Energy, Corey McDonald. Say Long. hi. Perfect. On this week's mini episode, we're going to take a look at the movie we'll be reviewing next week. I'm going to tease you by waiting a moment <laughs> and announcing it after this intro. You naughty boy. Yep. We're also going to look... Back at our previous review of a film called China Salesman. Yes. In honor of what is probably the worst movie fight scene I have ever seen. We're going to answer our question of the week. Best and worst movie fight scenes. Not counting China Salesman, though. No. We'll leave that one out. And we're going to read a few of your movie dares. First of all, Corky. Sure. You have said many times you are a a crime buff. You're especially a a gangland crime buff buff.
1: Absolutely. I read...
0: You love slayings. W- sure. You love beheadings. Contract killings. You love garrotings,
1: Sure. And, and you know what? Don't go so dark, Dan. I'm a fan of just pure extortion. Sure. And breaking kneecaps.
0: Prostitution and yeah. drug running sure. and the numbers. Absolutely. doesn't it have to be all killing. Absolutely. Well, have I got a film that will severely test your love for all things gangster-related.
1: It would have to be pretty bad.
0: It is a movie called Gotti. Gotti. Gotti.
1: After Joe Colombo,
0: After John Gotti oh. and John Gotti Jr. That makes more sense. It stars John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Travolta. Keep it. It stars John Travolta as mob boss John Gotti. This film came out in 2018. It acquired instant Bad movie legend status, seemingly upon first release. Everyone was right away, some of these things they got to marinate for a little while, but this right away was just deemed a, a very bad movie. Yeah. It, had, it was directed by Kevin Connolly, who is best known for playing Eric on Entourage, See, a, and I think still is. <laughs> uh, it had nearly 60 credited producers, which is amazing that it turned out so bad because everyone was obviously only rivaled
1: <laughs> by China Salesman, which had three pages.
0: And Gaudi is also basically unwatchable, I would say. It is available to stream on Amazon Prime Video and on something called Hoopla, which uh, the guests that just came out, they didn't really make a big deal out of it. I don't know what that word would be, but uh, the Hoopla, something like that. Anyway, it's (laughs) also available to rent on other VOD services. Let's listen to the trailer right now. Let me
1: tell you something. New York is the greatest city in the world, my city. I was a kid in these streets, and I made it to the top. I made my bones doing a piece of work for Don Carlo Gambino. Like that, I became a made man. Dad, I'm thinking maybe take a year off. Why you want to hang out with me? Do you know what you're doing to this family? I will build something that nobody can destroy. So, Paul Castellano was a fish in the desert. I never respected Paul. You killed the boss of us. You will bring down hellfire. There is no choice. You'll need the support of all five boroughs. Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten Island, the Bronx. Our job now is to maintain leadership. I nominate John Gotti. To the new boss! Hello. Let everybody know, now everybody comes to me. I'm so sure proud of you. You should be running your own crew now. Mr. Gotti, are you
0: the head of the Gambino crime family? I'm the
1: head of my family?
0: Mrs. Gotti, do you know what your husband does for a living? He from
1: god
0: John's getting too much press. That can't go unchecked.
1: It was meant for you. We've never been under this kind of scrutiny before. What were you saying on the tapes? Well, I said a lot of things that could get a lot of people in trouble. You say a word, I'll go over a cliff for you. You swore to me that you would not bring him into that world. This life of Oz is a wonderful life if you can get away with it. Johnson has been an informant for the FBI. It's a damn
0: Order!
1: You fight till you can't fight no more. You never back off, ever. Die, die, die. together this
0: so again, again that life. was gaudy it is available to stream on amazon prime and on hoopla and it's right. available uh, to rent on all other vod services i am no
1: longer a fan of anything gangster related <laughs> i no longer care about the mafia history
0: so look for that episode on tuesday next tuesday um that was an extremely difficult film to talk that was about. bad extremely it's difficult. barely a film It really isn't it's just a collection of like Intro introductions of characters, basically.
1: Yeah. If you ever wondered what a Wikipedia entry would look like filmed, that's <laughs>
0: Gaudi. Yes, exactly. So I would really starkly contrast the badness of Gotti, which is so unfun, with the badness of the film that we reviewed on our last episode, which is China Salesman. Sure. Which is just as if not more inept, but is somewhat fascinating yes, in its ineptitude. It's and fun. in the backstory of the of the movie, which involves apparently treason <laughs> <laughs> on the part of some American icons. So Somehow for that.
1: more murders happened in China Salesman than in God.
0: <laughs> that film is available to watch on Netflix if you ever want to do that. If you
1: want to spend some time.
0: Corky, anything to add to our original review of China Salesman?
1: It's incomprehensible how incomprehensible this movie is. I, right. We can't do it justice. No. With the rapidity of shots, the dialogue, the scenes that are implanted out of nowhere, Yeah, you have to watch it to understand it, and I highly suggest you do.
0: I doubt you would understand it.
1: Yeah, right. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would I just meant-
0: understand how you can't possibly understand it. That's that. what
1: I was getting at, yeah.
0: So that was China Salesman, definitely a fun movie to talk about. That movie, one of the most notable scenes uh, in China Salesman involved a fight scene between Mike Tyson and Steven Seagal where it seems pretty obvious neither of them were ever on the set at the exact same time. And yet they have a knockdown, down drag-out brawl together <laughs> that is just cut together through body doubles and Editing. Quote-unquote creative editing. Yeah. And... Uh, just Bad special effects. Very bad
1: special effects. Punching a lot of glass. Yes.
0: So that inspired our question of the week this week, which is best fight scenes, but also we'll talk about the worst fight scenes. Sure. I'm going to say we just leave China salesmen out of the equation because obviously it is... That is the... That's as bad as it gets, I think.
1: But also let's leave out martial arts movie scenes. We're going to leave out boxing movies. Those are their own things. Anything that's known for being featuring hand-to-hand combat...
0: Or gunfu, Exactly. I basically left out battle scenes as well. Sure. So like Lord of the Rings type stuff. Yep. Kept the emphasis on hand-to-hand combat as opposed to weapons. So, quirky. Yeah. Let's talk about your pick. Your pick for the best movie fight scene.
1: I got to go with a scene that is now regarded as one of the most unique and inspiring fight scenes of recent film. Old Boy. The hallway fight scene in Old Boy.
0: Park Chanwick's Old Boy, 2003, I believe. Yeah,
1: 2003, which I think set the precedent for a lot of what Daredevil, the Netflix series, did with their fight Mm. scenes. It's a very real, ugly fight scene. Nobody's really proficient in styles. Yeah, It's just... And it starts and stops. It's definitely
0: not a kung fu fight scene because no. what, what is characteristic of the scene is that nobody is really that good at fighting. And nobody's
1: <laughs> in the best position at every time to do a move. It's in
0: this cramped hallway. It's all done in one shot that it just moves sort of like a video game screen just from left to right and sort of follows the action as it goes.
1: And it explains why everybody doesn't just bum rush this guy because you're doing it in a hallway. But with the cheat of they're not filming it in an actual hallway, exactly. it's one-sided, so they can still have a lot of movement.
0: Yeah. And that's a fantastic scene, huge oh. centerpiece scene, legendary, and a fantastic movie Yes, as well. Oh. And it's definitely not a martial arts movie or no, anything like that. No, just because it's a it's
1: Korean movie, it's not a martial arts movie. Exactly. Don't be racist. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Sorry.
0: So I also chose Old Boy. But I chose many, many runners up as well as we discussed before the show. You, you have a habit. You like to snake my picks.
1: I do. I like to choose something independent of what knowing what you're going to pick, and then you blaming me for taking them. But Dan, I'm a beam of pure energy right oh, now, right? Sure. So I'm omnipotent. I knew what you picked. Yeah, but I took it.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, you did. Absolutely, you're you're uh, you have no morals. I think we can agree on that. <laughs> that's true. But you are a beam of I'm energy. above morality. Kind of, that's ethics and morality. That's, uh, that's a little human. That's a little human. So I have a bunch of picks. So I'm just going to reach into this bag and just take one of these picks. I got a good mix of dramas, of action movies. I got some comedies in here as well. I'm going to go comedy on your ass. Mm. I'm going to go... With the news team brawl <laughs> from the original Anchorman. The original. And no, I am not going Anchorman 2 okay. with its blatant and boring callbacks. Oh, I laughed. I am going with the original Anchorman the scene that just keeps building and building, the news team is walking out out in the hood together, just <laughs> just wandering out together, and they come across a rival news team. And then, of course, there's the Mexican news team, and there's all these... Uh, NPR the from team. PB, the, the, the PBS guy PBS, who has bad yeah. skin. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a really fantastic scene. It just keeps building and building and building. And it's sort of like a kind of a classic scene of its era especially of this modern era of comedy the last uh, the Apatow era of comedy I guess you would say
1: Brick killed the guy Brick killed the guy (laughs) Brick killed the guy in that scene I had a trident that escalated (laughs) quickly
0: (laughs) yes the aftermath of it is just as funny where they're just breaking it down (laughs) as though it were just a thing that happened so that's my pick you got any other ones
1: for best? For best. I'll go Fight Club had a few good scenes. I like watching Jared Leto get the shit Fight kicked Club, out Fight uh, Club
0: with uh, Edward Norton beating the shit out of Jared Leto. That's, That's one a of fantastic my favorite one.
1: things of all time.
0: Absolutely. I'll just read off some of mine. Bad Day at Black Rock. This is, again, not a, a scene of people who are very proficient in fighting. It's Spencer Tracy versus Ernest Borgnine. Exactly. Oh, interesting. But uh, Spencer Tracy is playing a one-armed man who shows up in this small town that is concealing a secret and beats up Ernest Borgnine with one hand. Sure. It's pretty... Darn entertaining. The I guess it was in a spa or a sauna fight in David Cronenberg's Eastern Promises where Viggo Mortensen is naked the entire time. The fist fight in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. How about Gary Busey versus Mel Gibson at the end of Lethal Weapon? That was a good one. one.
1: That was a good one.
0: Night in the City, which is one of my favorite films from the '50s, has a fantastic wrestling match that is at the center of the movie. It's a, a, a really interesting movie set in Britain, starring Richard Widmark.
1: Widmark's amazing. In the
0: there's movie. A, a great wrestling match in that movie that is. Let me super ask you. Key.
1: Let me ask you. They live. Yeah, it's
0: a it's a great fight scene. I don't. Put I couldn't it there classify
1: that movie though. I thought it was a great fight scene that could have been on the list. But I couldn't classify if that movie was an action movie or just a science fiction movie or what.
0: It just feels like a big action scene inside of a sci-fi movie. Yes, right. right. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a very good one. I mean, it's way over the top because they're just body slamming each other in the middle of an alley onto onto asphalt and shit. Uh, Of course, any random James Bond or Indiana Jones film is going to have a great fight scene. John Wayne... Punches guys all the time. Many great fight scenes, Quiet Man included. Uh, Another comedy one, Happy Gilmore versus Bob Barker. And then Dodge City, the Errol Flynn movie, has pretty much the prototypical Western bar fight scene
1: with uh, Mm. Errol Flynn. Swinging off a sail in the middle of a (laughs) saloon.
0: (laughs) So now let's move on to worst movie fight scenes.
1: All right. So I'm going to go blasphemous, but I am a god. So I'm uh, able to blaspheme against others. Yeah. And I'm going Godfather, the scene where Sonny, quote-unquote, beats up Carlo in the middle of the street after Carlo beats up Connie. Yeah. Con misses one punch by three feet in this scene. And then when he does the jump knee at the end, like nobody lands a jump <laughs> knee anyway. But when he lands the jump knee, Carlo reacts before he does the jump knee. I just hate that in the middle of this masterpiece, sure. there's this one scene that takes you way out of it. And I don't know if it's con saying I'm not going to do it again or if they just didn't catch it on the day because mm-hmm. it's not digital. They, you know, I don't know whatever the reason was. But it just takes me out. And that's the worst fight scene I'm going to go. Worst
0: fight scene? Worst fight scene. Worst.
1: Yeah, because it, it took me out. All right. So
0: if you're keeping score at home, Quirky says that The Godfather has... Is a bad
1: movie no. because
0: of the fight choreography. You know what? Maybe if the wire work was a little better. Am you want right? to come at this beam of Get pure Wu-Ping energy? Ping come at me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, wasn't a realistic fight. Bad movie.
1: Uh, so you're telling me you believe scenes. that fight?
0: <laughs> I'm saying it doesn't really matter.
1: You're telling me you believe Khan whiffing that punch
0: by three feet and therefore The
1: Godfather's a
0: good movie? I believe it within the context of the film and of the drama. Carlo was so really scared matters. of
1: Sonny, he just went, ah! <laughs>
0: Yes, quirky coming down hard on... The Godfather.
1: Oh, and Dan likes The Godfather. Real surprise there. Oh, no. Oh, The Godfather's a masterpiece. Not once
0: bitten. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Again,
1: beam of pure energy.
0: So, yeah, worst movie fight scene. A lot of, when I was kind of looking at at other lists that people had made, a lot of them were from like really B movies and stuff like that. And it's just not something that I watch. So, I had a harder time coming up with candidates for this one. But to me, some of the worst fight scenes right now, and, and because these are the only movies that are really getting made, are in superhero movies, sure. where it's just one special effect fighting another special effect while the camera does whatever the hell it wants to do. Yeah. A lot of candidates. I also kind candidates. of thought we were
1: taking these movies out, because these are fighting movies. There's lots of fights happening all throughout these movies. Act, they're action movies.
0: Anyway, a lot of candidates, a lot of superhero movies, a lot of really bad special effects fights. I mean, I thought the the fight between Bane and Batman in in Dark Knight Rises, basically anything that happened in Dark Knight Rises, but to me, the worst-looking thing I have seen at the movies all year long is a fight scene in Deadpool 2 between Deadpool and a gelatinous CGI blob that's supposed to be Juggernaut, and the fight ends, as you do, with Juggernaut getting essentially sodomized to death with electricity.
1: Really? Yeah. I've never seen the Deadpool's.
0: It's uh, that's the
1: kind of shit that happens. That's the
0: kind of shit that uh, happens. Yeah, it's uh, it's not for me. It's not for me. So that was my pick for that.
1: If I'm going to go in that vein, I would say a movie that we already covered, King Arthur. Mm. The fight scenes in there. You had a fantastic point about King Arthur and Black Panther. The CGI, the characters become bendy and twisty, right. out of proportion. They can grow two times their size. They shrink. It reminds me of the. Fight scene from young Sherlock Holmes where he Mm. fights in the stained glass. Right. How the knight can flop and bend and wave. That's what they look like to me. Yeah, exactly. And it's just not believable.
0: It isn't because not only are are they flopping and bending and waving, but the camera, which previously and throughout the movie is doing what normal cameras do, which is they move side to side and up and down on cranes and dollies and handheld and things like that. It is suddenly like spinning around and is – is not earthbound in any sort of logical yeah. sort of a way. So, like, the filmmaking is completely antithetic to what is happening in the movie. And they'll all
1: try to hide it with dust or debris in the scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. So, anyway,
0: those are our picks for the best and worst movie fight scenes. Get at us on the Twitter. What are And let your us candidates? know what uh, you think. Tell us about how much you hate Godfather because of the fight choreography.
1: And tell us why superhero movies should not count as action movies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Basically, could you just weigh in on all of our arguments and please let me know that I am correct? So now let's move on and read a few of your movie dares. Corky, these dares are coming to us on the Dare Daniel website. Yep. People are clicking that Submit a a Dare button.
1: Go to DareDaniel.com, submit your dare, and let us know what you want us to watch.
0: Hit us up on the Twitters and the Whatnots.
1: (laughs) All the Whatnots.
0: Our first dare comes to us from Liam. What's up, Liam? What's up, Liam? I don't know Liam. Do you know Liam? I do not know Liam. It might be Liam Gallagher. Could be. Do you want to just go off that? I would. Mac and Me. It is from 1988. Do you know Mac and Me? I've heard of it. It is widely regarded as one of the worst films ever made. It is an E.T. ripoff and apparently an extended McDonald's and Coca-Cola commercial as yeah. well. It was directed and co-written by Stuart Rathill. He also helmed Ice Pirates and Mannequin 2 on but the move. Classics. The film stars Christine Ebersole and Jonathan Ward. Why, Liam, did you want us to watch Mac and Me? He says, actor Paul Rudd has a running bit on Conan O'Brien where he plays a scene from Mac and Me instead of one from the film where he's there to promote. Being a lover of bad movies, the clip definitely spoke to me, but unfortunately, it is the one and only highlight of the film. Then again, it is an amazing scene. Enjoy. IMDb synopsis says, an alien trying to escape from NASA is befriended by a wheelchair-bound boy. Yeah, and basically it was just E.T., but shove a bunch of product places, which E.T. did because it had the Reese's Pieces, but this, they literally go to a McDonald's, I think there's a dance scene involving Ronald McDonald, there's (laughs) Coca-Cola products everywhere, and of course just an extremely fake-looking alien who is making a a puckering mouth the entire time and and his mouth doesn't move and so he just pops up and he has big googly eyes and a puckered mouth
1: i only know this movie from other bad movie podcasts mm-hmm, and yeah. i've heard all those things like i've heard the the ronald donald co- trailer they they made a trailer where yes. ronald mcdonald was on the set of <laughs> mac and me introducing mac just terrible shit it's just yeah. a pure commercial
0: Pretty bad. But, again, as, as we said, a, a legendarily bad movie. Yes. So uh, it's one that I'm sure we will definitely get to eventually.
1: Yes. Thank you, Liam, very much. Next dare comes to us from Jorge Hernandez. Jorge. brought us Ready to Rumble. Yep. His dare is Waterworld, movie from 1995, directed by Kevin Reynolds, starring Kevin Costner. We're going with, like, canon bad movies. This here. is Yeah, this is legit Hall of Fame mm-hmm. or Hall of Shame bad movies. At the time, it was the most expensive movie ever made at – $175 million. Why did Jorge Darius this movie? To prepare you for the Jason Momoa Aquaman movie. <laughs> Thank you so much. I don't think anything's going to prepare us <laughs> for that. The IMDb synopsis for Waterworld is, In a future where the polarized caps have melted and Earth is almost entirely submerged, a mutated mariner fights starvation and outlaws smokers and reluctantly helps a woman and young girl try to find dry land.
0: Have you seen, orig- seen Waterworld?
1: I've seen parts and pieces on cable.
0: Just never seen the whole thing.
1: Never saw. Never sat down. What's the whole thing?
0: Saw it in the theater. Yeah. Yeah, baby.
1: I got to say, I didn't hate it. It's not that bad. Yeah. I it's didn't not hate really it.
0: that bad. It's, it's it's just, it's not really that good. Yeah. Uh, but the sets actually are pretty cool. Some yeah. of the big, giant, uh, waterbound sets that they have. Of course, Dennis Hopper plays the villain and he just is reaching for the back of the theater. Camps
1: it the fuck up.
0: Absolutely. It just. You never really feel anything for the central character. It, it, it just it never really establishes a reason for this movie to exist or for us to really care about it. But it's not ineptly made. It's not a, a, a it's not a ready to rumble. If you no,
1: will. oh god, no. And this was like you we referenced on uh, another episode that's coming up. This was called Fish Tar. because it was just known to be a bomb and it was a ready-made joke for referencing a movie bomb. I gotta say, I don't think it earned that. I think that was kind of an unfair label on this movie. I know it flopped, but I don't think it was bad.
0: Yeah. And it didn't even do as bad at the box office. As really? Something like Cutthroat Island, which just made no money. The, the movie actually made money, but it cost so much that it just could never have possibly made it back. And a lot of that was due to shooting on water yeah. and having uh, incidents with the weather and with the sets and sets having to be rebuilt and stuff now like that. Now, you want to
1: talk about a shitty Costner movie, The Postman? That's, that's what I was thinking. That's that seems garbage. like that's
0: the one that is despised. It's horrible. Yeah. But thank you very much, Jorge, for the dare. Yeah. Thank you, Jorge. Another good one, Jorge. Final dare of the evening comes to us from my good buddy Mike Dub W. What do you got, Mike Dub? Mike Dub got "Prayer of the Roller Boys." Prayer of the Roller Boys. Do they pray to a beam of pure energy? That's all I want to know. <laughs> yes. This film is from 1990. It is directed by Rick King, and it stars Corey Haim and Patricia Arquette. Wow. Mike Dub, why, oh why, did you dare us to watch this film? He says, In keeping with many of the dares I've heard recently, I too would like to suggest a terrible movie that I loved when I was a kid, Prayer of the Roller Boys, Corey Hain, Patricia Arquette, and vicious rollerblade gangs wearing white trench coats in a not-so-distant dystopian future. What's not to love, especially if you're a red-blooded American 10-year-old? It's the kind of ridiculous low-budget gem that, if it were rebooted today, would cost $200 million and feature an Oscar winner in a supporting role, which, of course, it does. Sure but that <laughs> would drain the movie of its, let, let's call it, charm. Sadly, there's no Corey Feldman, which I understand is a big drawback for any Corey Haim movie, but I still think it's a worthy dare. P.S. Daniel, I've been trying to get you to watch this movie for almost 20 years. Maybe the time has finally come. We'll see about that. IMDb synopsis. Set in an unspecified time in the future, USA has declined and become a country of violence and racial prejudice. Griffin earns his living delivering pizzas while he tries to take care of his little brother. An old friend of his, Gary Lee, is the leader of a gang with big ambitions, the Roller Boys. Griff joins them to help the police keep track of the gang. That is the entire film. Prayer of the roller boys.
1: Well, if it's set in a time when the USA has declined and become a country of violence and racial prejudice, I don't think that's an unspecified future. I that's think that's 2018, right? Woo! <laughs> Corky with the political satire. And beam of pure energy doesn't have to worry about mortals. Um, no, I've never heard of this movie. <laughs> no. I well. saw Solar Babies. Yeah. I saw the movie with Jack Black with the inline kid who moves moves from LA to Kansas City. Sure. And Gleaming I s- the Cube. I saw Gleaming the Cube. I saw Rollerblade Express. <laughs> but I've never seen Prayer of the Roller Boys. Prayer
0: of the Roller Boys. That's a good one. Thank yeah. you, Mike Dub. And Thanks, thank Mike you to Dubb. everybody who has been sending in those dares. Keep them coming our way. Daredaniel.com. Hit us up on the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at daniel Pod.
1: Sure. And if you have two decades old scores to settle with either one of us, this mm-hmm. is the
0: way to do it. This is the way to do it. Not on the streets. No. On the pods, baby. On the pods. So join us next Tuesday. For our review of Gotti, that should be something of a chore, I yes, guess, but enjoy it anyway. <laughs> quirky, anything to add before we fade away into oblivion
1: no, uh, I'm not above morality i will I will entertain some of your common thoughts,
0: oh wow, <laughs> jeez, I think everyone just got goosebumps, yeah, just, what an honor. <laughs> Follow me, <laughs> so for quirky McDonald. And our producer, Johnny Joe Flo Flores. I am Daniel Barnes.
1: See ya. Late.